Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always Use your head. another edition of the hashtag Miranda show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop funk princess, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, million dollar Miranda Morales here. Yo, your host of the hashtag Miranda show, which you can find on the Chairshot Radio Network, which is located at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And I am being joined, as always, by the producer of the Hashtag Miranda Show and co-host, as well as, if you didn't know, he's also a wrestling promoter, the king of shit takes, the unstoppable one, Mr. Greg DeMarco. That's me. I'm here. I would like it would be a perfect spot for me to play a sound bite, but I still don't have any of them. So, yeah, there ain't one to play. Ain't yeah. one to play. 
I still have the laptop though. So sound bites will come eventually. All of you out there who missed the sound bites, they will be back. I promise. Well, because everyone listens to the hashtag Miranda show for the sound bites. Of course. It's definitely in the top three reasons that they listen. Yes, top three for sure. Uh, but we're doing this. We have this week's episode of the uh, Hashtag Miranda Show. And we're going to be talking some NXT. There's been some major changes, rumblings, and news with NXT as of late. And we haven't really talked about it. So we're going to be talking about NXT. Uh, we're going to be talking anywhere from things that happened at No Mercy to storylines, as well as really the big announcements that have been coming out about next week's NXT, because they ain't playing. And that's just the simple fact of it. WWE ain't playing with NXT no more. So we're going to be talking about that on this week's show. Excited to do that. Before we get to that, though, of course, we have our IDW plug for this week's show. And I know we just had the Lion Classic we got another show coming up uh, next Saturday, October 14th in Coolidge, Arizona. IZW presents Cool Town Clash 3. And yes, uh, the third annual Cool Town Clash is happening in Coolidge, Arizona at San Carlos Park. It's a free show. Absolutely free. So if you can get to... Coolidge, Arizona, you get a free wrestling show. Bell times at 7 p.m. And IZW recently released our cool-ass poster uh, highlighting the event and some match announcements, too, that was just recently posted on the IZW social media, which include the Cholo, or, yeah, the Cholo Street Fight that's going to be happening between Mike G and Pete the Heat. Finally, these two will go one-on-one, and uh, hopefully they can get their revenge against each other. We will have the IZW World Women's Championship on the line. Uh, Morgan will be facing Bryn Thorne. If you listen to our review of the Lion Classic, you'll know that that was already in the works by Commissioner Derek Montilla. Uh, but something new in the works is it's a champion's challenge where IZW heavyweight champion, world heavyweight champion Charles Cassius will battle the 3D sports fighting champion Jacob Austin Young in a battle of bragging rights. So this is what well, I guess our equivalent of bragging rights <laughs> with champion, um, a control champion. Um, also, the IZW World Tag Team Champions uh, and Shade will be in action. The Navajo Warrior will be in action. Uh, main event, Evan Daniels, uh, Graves, Dallas King, AJ Hero, Chewy Gonzalez, and much, much more um, scheduled to be in attendance for Cool Town Clash 3. Greg, I know you just got done with the Lion Classic. Now you got Cool Town Clash 3. Tell us a little bit kind of about the preparation for this and kind of what you're looking forward to the most. It's it's de- it's definitely different, right? We've been to Coolidge twice before, but now we're going back as part of the Coolidge Days Festival, which is a huge annual event, spans over multiple days. Um, it, it's a fair atmosphere. There's going to be rides, food, games, so much more. Um, other events going on. The Robles Boxing has an event earlier that same day, the 14th. And then, of course, we're kind of the anchor 
Saturday night, 7 p.m., under the lights there. And, and I'm just so excited, A, to go back to college. And, and it's something that, that it's a big part of what we do and very important to us. And one of our goals, one of my visions since the last Cool Town Clash event was to be able to provide something for free to the Coolidge community and to be able to see that through and do that upcoming on the October 14th. I mean, that's just huge to be able to do a free event for the community in Coolidge. So I'm excited about it. Uh, we don't take the Coolidge events off, quote unquote. We definitely make sure they matter when you've got our two singles champions going at it one-on-one um, between uh, Charles Cassius and Jacob Austin Young. Morgan, the hometown hero in Coolidge, challenging Bryn Thorne, like you said. And yeah, uh, going back uh, a year now, the issues between Mike G and Pete Heat will finally come to a head in the Cholo Street fight in Coolidge and so much more. So um, I'm excited. It's, it, it, you know, in the past, you've had to drive to Coolidge plus have your ticket. Now, um, you don't have to worry about paying for a ticket. Just get yourself there, and it will be so much fun uh, with everybody else that you'll see in action. It, it, it's all the action you've come to know and love and storytelling you've come to know and love from IZW um, with what's going to be a great crowd, kids, families, adults, so much more. It's always something for everybody. None of that changes when we're in Coolidge. So come on out and have a good time, and, and there'll be food. There'll be so much more. So uh, it's going to be a great night for everybody, including us. Yeah, again, free event, so if you can make your way to Coolidge, uh, you can enjoy Coolidge Days as well as a free wrestling show um, and get to see all the action with IZW. So again, Cool Town Clash 3 happening uh, next Saturday, October 14th in Coolidge, Arizona. No tickets are needed. It's absolutely free, so make sure that you check it out. We do have tickets, though, for uh, the next show after that, which is Red, White, and Bruised, Saturday, November 14th in Glendale. That's at the Grand Avenue Pizza Company. You do need tickets for that show. So go to IZWTIX.com. That's IZWTIX.com to get your tickets for Red, White, and Bruised. Saturday, November 11th at the Grand Avenue Pizza Company. Get your tickets now. Greg, how is it going with second row VIP for Red, White, and Bruised? It's going great. Um, it, you know, we, we extended the sale that was initially intended for front row VIP because those went away. Second quickest front row VIP in our history. But the first one was was the COVID seating. So uh, far less tickets that were available than, than this time around. Um, so I definitely want to pick those up, be a part of it. We will begin announcing matches this week. You're listening to this either on Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday will be when the first matches get released. We'll be talking about VIP and what matches are part of VIP. So you want to grab those tickets, as you know. VIP always matters, and it will matter this time as well. A lot of cool things going on, and it's going to be a great event. I'm excited about this event. I'm excited about where the stories are headed to get there. Um, the advanced ticket sales have been great. The marketing is good. Like Just so many good things going on as we head into November. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited for all of it to come to a head. On November 11th, it'll be our last event of the year, as November typically is. And then we roll into Monster early next year. But I'm super excited for it and cannot wait for everybody to see what we're going to do and, and how we're going to cap the year off in a big way. Again, get your tickets for Red, White, and Bruised at IZWTIX.com. And of course, 
follow IZW on social media at IZW Wrestling AZ. There you're going to find match and talent announcements, information on tickets, exclusive news, anything that you need to know, you'll find it on IZW social media page. And if you want to support IZW in other ways, well, there's a little place I can uh, tell you about. But in order to do that, Greg, I'm going to need you to do me a favor and wind it up. It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and you can get your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirts today. Yes, when you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find a ton of shirts supporting Impact Zone Wrestling and TheChairShot.com. Like shirts like the Arizona's Best and multiple IZW awesome logos uh, like the gold uh, and white NWO colors, uh, the NWA style, uh, Japanese logo, and so much more. Um, also at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. You're going to find some great ChairShot shirts there like the Everybody Hates Greg shirt, the Queen of Soft Style shirt, and even some other classics, the OG Chair Shot t-shirt. Everybody Hates Cor- Baron Corbin. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not everybody hates Because he Corbin. sucks, yes. Baron, yeah, he sucks. Baron Corbin sucks, so I apologize. I got my two uh, t-shirts mixed up. Um, Common and mistake. even the Chair Shot Worldwide t-shirt. What were you going to say? Oh, co- common mistake to mix up everybody hates Greg and Baron Corbin sucks. You know, both yeah. highly positive and reinforcing shirts. Yeah, very, very similar shirt. Uh, so you can go to poorwrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your t-shirts. Uh, you can customize your shirts and getting different colors and in different styles, including soft style. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and visit poorwrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is poorwrestlingtees.com dot com forward slash the chair shot enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Right, so on this week's show, we are going to be talking about NXT. A little-known show, if you don't know, airs Tuesday nights uh, on the USA Network. Uh, Greg, this was something in particular you really wanted to, to cover on this week's show. Tell us why. So No Mercy, I got a chance to check it out on Sunday, I believe. Uh, it's a great thing about Peacock. You can just kind of watch it, whatever. And it was probably the closest. I keep, I've said this before. And, and they keep doing this. It, it was, again, more of the closest back to the black and gold era of NXT in terms of the action, the drama, all of that. Bully Ray actually said, uh, I saw a quote from Busted Open Radio, that he actually believes that Shawn Michaels is slowly bringing NXT back to the black and gold in terms of the product. I don't know if it'll ever be there in terms of the presentation, but it, it seems like maybe they realized that was for the best, especially as, you know, their TV deals coming up for NXT along with Raw. And they, I think they want to keep them together. I think it makes sense to keep them together as there's a lot of cross promoting that does help NXT as well. But this was an event. There were six matches on this PLE, no mercy. Um, and it did feel a lot like a takeover, uh, especially the first two matches and the last two matches. They were takeover quality matches, which sounds absurd because the first match featured Baron Corbin. But here we are. Um, here we are. The world's a crazy place. It's weird because he NXT fought Braun has Breaker. been doing wonders for people's careers. I know, <laughs> right? He fought Braun Breaker, and it was a great match. And Corbin also won. There, there was some interference by Mr. Stone. But the thing about it was Baron Corbin, this NXT run for Baron Corbin has really been – uh, uh, a double-edged sword because in the ring, he, he's proving and reminding everybody why he's been able to stick around with the company for so long and, and continue to be a big part of what they do for going on 10 years now. Um, but he rode out on a motorcycle and, and it's, it's like, we've talked about this before. We talk about this with wrestling promotions. We talk about this with TV shows. Talk about I don't think he nor they know what a Baron Corbin is right now. I just don't think they do. They talk about the ships and, and whatever. And like, is he a pirate, but he's riding a motorcycle. Is he the undertaker or the American badass? Like go back to being the lone wolf. He did it once. Everybody loved it. I think it was for the Carmelo Hayes match. Just, just be the lone wolf. Flesh that out. Like it just, when he's cutting the promo, he's the veteran that's trying to talk down to everybody. Like, Figure out who you are, because in the ring it's just fine. And and he got the win over Ron Breaker, which I don't think anybody expected. Uh, it made sense within the storyline and the storytelling, but uh, physically in the ring, the match, everything. Like we know who Braun Breaker is. We know what a Braun Breaker is. I I challenge anybody out there to tell me what this version of Baron Corbin truly is. Um, and I think if they figure that out, they'll have something again. But 
Yeah, we got to, I mean, Constable Corbin had a more well-defined character than, than 2023 NXT Baron Corbin does. That's just. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think that, um, NXT is where people can truly kind of reinvent and find themselves again and get that, that rhythm. And I think presenting Baron Corbin as a badass again is a big adjustment after, uh, the presentation he's had on the main roster. I think both Corbin and Braun had more of like a comic book style influence when it came to their entrances. So right. for this particular time, so I'm writing that as a one-off. I'm just, so I'm not taking their specific entrances for no mercy as anything like related to their character. I think they just had an idea, uh, to kind of emulate something from like a comic book and ran with that. And it's like isolated. I don't, I, you know, but I do think it, it also shows that there's still some identity, uh, you know, uh, challenges with, with Baron Corbin and his presentation, you know? Um, but it's also one of those things like, will they just build him to be a badass again to kind of, put him back on the main roster as a fucking dope. Like I, you know, like you could do all the work in NXT and it can completely be negated when you show up back on the main roster. So that's right. kind of the thing that we've seen with a lot of people who have gone, you know, from NXT to the main roster and even back, um, that had made some really great strides like Apollo Cruz. Um, that then when they kind of jump back to the main roster, it kind of all falls flat again but i i think to your point and kind of where you're starting with um the presentation of nxt and i feel like finding the rhythm of elevating the current stars that they're building and then incorporating other stars from braun smackdown to help supplement and help build feuds they're finally really getting a, a really good rhythm with that and not only are they utilizing kind of more mid carters they're bringing in some of that top talent and even weaving in storylines a little bit um in the cases of you know, becky lynch and dominic mysterio especially um they've woven them into win titles they've woven them in into feuds and matches um both you know on on raw and nxt um and they're doing it in a way where it's fairly seamless but it's not you can also kind of take breaks from it too, um, to, to kind of shift focus. So they're doing a better job of weaving things, um, in and out of NXT and utilizing your big stars. So you get the eyes on the product without compromising other storylines on raw or SmackDown or just, you know, the other talent that, um, or the big names too. So there's, there's a good rhythm happening in NXT. There really is, and and I wanted to because you brought up you know Dominic Mysterio, and that segues perfectly into the second match of the night because I going into this I once once we knew that he was replacing Ali, I said that this was going to be like Trick Williams' breakout moment, breakout night because Trick has been doing an amazing job, and I, I love that he beat Dominic Mysterio and won the North American Championship. Now I have to see NXT this Tuesday to fully grasp why they flipped it back around so quickly, but to me. You know, it, it's interesting. There's a slight chance that Trick Williams ends up being the bigger star between the two of him and Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, there I really mean, is. It's, it was yeah. a real like 
defining moment for Trick Williams. And to have that moment winning the North American title, I'm surprised that he lost it so quickly. Right. Um, you know, that that to me is just something we'll kind of see down the road what the reasoning behind that is think, if it ends up making sense. I think they wanted to – so there was a time years ago when Lex Luger was feuding with Yokozuna where they actually had a house show or like a TV taping moment that wasn't filmed for TV where they had Luger kind of like parade around with the belt like he stole it from Yokozuna and they wanted to see how the fans would react to, to Lex Luger as world champion. And I feel like this was part of a let's see how Trick does. He then goes on Raw and cuts this amazing promo, in my opinion, backstage. Like, I think they wanted to see like, okay, let's see what we truly have with Trick Williams. And I think they're seeing it. And the dude's a star. And, and it just, um, you know, I don't know his background as much as I know Carmelo Hayes' background. But the two together are great. The two individually are great. Uh, but Trick, he's got the size. He's got the charisma. I mean, whoop that trick gets chanted during Raw sometimes when he's not yeah. even there. Like, like, like the semantics of what the, what's actually being said, um, you know, aside, that's something that could get over for years and years to come. And Trick has just been amazing with it. So I'm fully on board with Trick Willie, and I think that he can can be a big star in the company. Um, and I want to see what they did here. I'm sure they're leading towards Trick versus Mellow at some point, but I thought he should have retained. I really thought this would be his moment. I think he's proven that the spotlight is something he can handle. And to me, this was just a huge, huge moment for Trick Williams and something that I think will be a sign of things to come yeah. for, for him and as I well think as Carmelo. People are trying, and this is, this kind of is going in left field, but with the way that they're trying to really place emphasis on NXT and make people care about NXT again, to me, I find the timing of the DI. Why reunion very interesting i feel like that's also another ploy for people that that's kind of a way for the company to try and get people to care about nxt um in ways that maybe they haven't cared about it or kind of pull from the history of nxt and again weaving that into uh other stories throughout wwe um but i thought of that because trick and carmelo could kind of be that history, you know, their, their stories could be interwoven as partners, as opponents for, you know, a good chunk of their careers. Yeah. Um, and they may meet again, you know, I, I think it's a great time to work on, you know, having them possibly feud and kind of part ways, but then, you know, also coming back. But I also, to me, find it very interesting, even though the seats have been planting for a while, the DIY reunion happening this past Monday and again, all the things happening in NXT, I feel like WWE wants you to care about NXT the way that you used to in the back and uh, the black and gold brand and just the references that they're pulling on raw and SmackDown from, you know, those people who move from NXT to that level. Yeah. Um, it's, it doesn't feel like a coincidence. Especially Raw. And that's why I said you got to keep the two together on the TV deal because Raw really does advertise NXT in a big way. It's weird, too, because you talk about the DIY reunion. And maybe San Jose, California wasn't the best place to do it because, my God, they right. didn't care at yeah, all. Yeah, because no, they didn't seem to <clears throat> Do that care. in a place like Chicago, but, New yeah. York, even like Minneapolis. Hell, you could have done it in Phoenix. It, it would have gotten over better than it did in San Jose, California. Like, those fans didn't care. But they would chant whoop that trick. Um, 
She got a great response just from a backstage promo. But you're right. And hopefully they use NXT video footage as they're promoting that team. I do think it's twofold. I also think we're headed down the road of splitting up finally the tag team titles as we are establishing multiple tag teams on both brands. And this is another step in that direction for WWE. So I do think we're going to head there at some point soon. And I do think that uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa will be a big part of that. I also love, side note, doing a contract signing for a match on a future date. And they never said the date. They never said it was next week. They never said it was that fast. And they were just signing a contract at random to only then change their mind during the signing. Be like, we'll just do it tonight. I've never seen that before. So it's hard to do something in wrestling has never been done before. You know, the 3D Sports Fighting Championship. But to me... I love that they did that. I thought it was a great bit of storytelling. Um, Short-term storytelling because the story ended that night, but uh, I I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Shifting back to to No Mercy, the next two matches were like, okay, not takeover quality matches whatsoever. That tag, four-way tag match, too many people, um, you know, you know, OTM is, is probably not ready to be on a PLE just yet, even with Reggie running around with them. I think it was one team too many, maybe, but, um, it's weird. Like, I like Tony D'Angelo, but I'm still not sure what the ceiling is. He could be another situation where stacks yeah. might actually be better. He's a good yeah, character. I don't know if he's great telling it's stories weird in the that ring. Some of the people in the old 2.0 that was very dominant or predominant and the transition into this new brand. Like there were some people who they weren't too much of a gimmick where they have been able to translate very well in this broader spectrum. And there's some people who were too gimmicky that haven't necessarily survived. And and it breaks my heart to even put this in the same category, but I think characters like Tony D'Angelo and Andre Chase that were maybe a little too gimmicky, um, or too much of a character. Um, they just, they haven't quite found rhythms, um, in this version of NXT. It's true. Um, and I, and I don't want to say that the gimmicks are part of that, but I feel like those that were like o- overt gimmicks and kind of more what we would have expected on the main roster, um, and what 2.0 kind of evolved into, um, just those haven't lasted. Those haven't, those haven't been flourishing in this to in this NXT. I do think Tony D'Angelo is better as a heel. And, Absolutely. and so the baby face run is something that the people gravitated. Sometimes some people, they're such good heels that fans just fall in love. Edge was a great example of that. He was such a good heel that they just eventually had to turn to baby face because everybody loved him so much. It's Kevin Owens. Like people just loved his performance as a heel. And people, some people hate the word performance with wrestling, but People loved his performance as a heel so much that they had to turn him babyface. But keep doing the stuff you're doing. And for Tony D'Angelo, I do think he's way better as a heel. Um, I think Stax is a perfect compliment. Losing two dimes, even though it was like a year ago now, more than a year ago, like that hurt. His injury hurt like a lot of things hurt. Um, but it is weird. Like I feel like even the Creed brothers, and they were in this match as well. Like I feel like they've stopped progressing. And I don't know if that's the uh, performance center thing, whether they're still daily in the performance center. I just don't know what they're doing for like the advanced level of things at the performance center, because that's where all of these talents should be. And, and I just have continued, maybe they think they're already there and they don't need to continue to progress. Um, 
you brought up Andre Chase. I really we thought he was going to get drafted this last draft because it is a main roster act. Thea Hale was kind of the glue that held that whole thing together with her craziness, and now she's gone. Duke Hudson's just kind of weird in in yeah, Chase. Yeah, he U. just was kind of subbed in after Brody, you know. Yeah, left and he just wasn't. It's like when they recast a character on TV, right. and you're like, "Oh, I like the old guy better." Like that's kind of how I feel. Uh, and then Andre Chase disappeared for a while. I don't know if it was personal medical. Yeah. Like we never heard. Um, yeah, it's just, and I love Andre Chase. Like you said, like that's been one of yes. my things. It, um, I, and I think there could have definitely been potential. I don't know. I just feel like things that were just kind of gimmicky just haven't super survived. I need, Even, I need more swearing backstage, Andre Chase. Like, exactly, I need that. Exactly. Like, that's what I need. So, like, that's when we wanted to buy Chase U shirts is when, when he was doing that backstage. Yeah. Um, so the tag match, you know, eh, whatever. They did the story where Tony got hurt, then came back later. They've done that story a million times. Noam Dar is a great performer. And Pete Dunn, Butch is fantastic as well. The the British rules, when done right, can be really good. And I think it actually hurt this match between the two of them. Um, and all the interference. Like, for a match that's supposed to be rooted in British wrestling history, these Heritage Cup matches have more gaga, more interference, more everything than anything does. And and it completely takes away from the initial intention of the content or the of the of the concept. <clears throat> I think the best thing to do with the heritage championship at this point is throw it in the fucking garbage. Like, I think it yeah, just isn't like, needed. I think it's one thing to bring in the British talent into NXT. That was cool. But when you started to bring in like the heritage cup and actually try and make it mean something, yeah. and it just keeps going back and forth. Like and you had two of them at one point, just, like, like yeah. Noam Dar had the fake one, but then he won the real one. Um, it was kind of an excuse to get Tyler Bate and, and Pete Dunn back together and, and Gallus being other, which is good because Gallus never got their rematches. I don't believe for the tag titles. Maybe they did and I forgot. I don't know, but yeah, it just, I think we're in a period of transition with some of these people. Um, and a lot of it is based on the tag team division, but like you had these four tag teams, but then two of your best tag teams were tangential to the heritage cup story and, and the show or whatever. So the heritage cup match fell flat. But then we went back to being a takeover when Carmelo Hayes defended against Ilya Dragunov. Great match. Fantastic. I didn't think Ilya was going to win. I really didn't. No, I, I, I thought don't think Carmelo was going to retain. Carmelo's run was actually kind of short, if you think about it. He had some great matches. Um, but I'm sure they have a plan. Ilya's a great champion, don't get me wrong. And and I think he'll be a fan. If he, even when he walked in and cut his little promo in the lobby of the Performance Center, I was like, okay. Like, I see it. And I haven't seen it with him all along, but I see it now. Great match. I was surprised when the three count took place. I thought that was going to be another kick out and then one more big move, but they did what they did. And then they, they did that. Uh, and, and Ilya's the champion now. A little too intense in the handshake. Like, maybe just, just chill. I will say this. I'm all for a long-term storytelling when it's done right. There is value in hurrying some things up. If you're going to turn Carmelo Hayes against Trick Williams, do it now. Yeah. Don't wait so hot. long They're that when it happens, that people don't care. Not just that, but sometimes you wait so long that when it happens, it's more of a, all right, we were waiting for this feeling than an, oh my God feeling. I think you could still get the, oh my God feeling now, but if you wait a, even another month, it might be too long. Like it's just been teased for far too long. Um, and, and sometimes you get so rude in long-term storytelling, it can hurt, especially when you have a weekly television show. Um, so, so I do think that, 
The last match, of course, uh, Becky Lynch defending against Tiffany Stratton. Another match that the result was different than what I thought was going to happen. I figured the the accidental storyline between Becky and, and Tiffany Stratton would end here. But it didn't, as, as Becky was able to retain. Uh, but the biggest thing coming out of this, and I, I love me some Roxanne Perez, and I think she's going to be a big star on the main roster. Tiffany Stratton's a freaking star. Yeah. Like, she is a star. Yeah. She will deliver on her promises. Thing- WrestleMania was able to do and because they kind of focused on less is more um it always seemed to benefit women's matches because they really got to showcase their these just the the talent but also they got enough time to be able to tell stories and i'm not gonna lie kind of the intensity of the match with all the weapons i was a little like those don't they're not always executed well Right. Um, but there was some clunkiness match, to that match. There really was. Yeah. But they beat the crap out of each other. And I don't yeah, know if no. Tiffany Stratton went into that telling Becky Lynch, look, like, I want people to take me seriously. So we have to go this route. And, and Becky Lynch basically saying, look, people started taking me seriously when I got my face busted in. So um, they did. They were very smooth, but like they had to basically repair a cut on Tiffany Stratton's eye yeah. during the match because they went to like three straight replays at that point. Um, not a lot of people have reported that or talked about, at least that I've seen, but yeah, Tiffany Stratton has now lost to Becky Lynch twice and has been elevated both times. And, and, and that's when people complain about wins and losses, but no one's complaining about her losing because they've done it right. And she's going to be a bigger star. And, and again, to me, I don't, some people are like, you got to pull her up now. I don't think she's ready. I think character wise, she's ready. Character wise, it's there. But I think right now it's very different in the women's division because there's still limitations about airtime and matches. Yeah. And you don't want to bring her up if you got nothing for her. So I agree. I, I think the women's division, or not nothing for her, but you're not going to have enough time to showcase her in a way that's going to make her feel important. So right. I think that it's it's always going to be slightly different in the women's division versus you know men's or even tag division. Because you get more airtime with all those other divisions than the women's. And right. so with women's, you got to be a little bit more strategic about it. So that way you get the ability to showcase them in a feud or in matches that people, again, will care about or that will give them the ability to make that transition more smoothly instead of having a match and then being off TV for a month. You know, like the ups and downs. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, she needs more time. Um, Her promos still aren't there, and her Mm -hmm. in-ring work still isn't there in terms of being like that main roster star she can be, and rushing her might actually hurt that progression. It's like if the reports are true and they're truly going to debut Jade Cargill at Fastlane, they're going to make that mistake with her because she ain't ready either. So it's, it's, again, you got all the time in the world, Tiffany Stratton. People, even this, if they do the, the draft, the next draft after WrestleMania, I wouldn't pull her up yet. I'd pull your Braun Breakers and your Carmelo Hayes and maybe even Trick Williams and all them up. Um, I'd, I'd give her a whole nother year after that before I called her. Yeah, up. and I think because you still really need to have, you know, what NXT has had in the rotations is the very dominant female presence. If it's one or two, you know, think about the four horsewomen and then you transition to people like Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kari Sane. Then you transitioned to Shayna Baszler. Then you moved on to Rhea and Raquel. Like you had, they had their 
moments to be kind of in that top spot for a while, some longer than others, but it made a difference to really sit mm-hmm. there and settle and have that placement and have feuds and stories and matches to build up to. And I think Tiffany's in that place where the time will be there and, you know, really establishing and, and getting her rooted as like the top of the women's division there will only help her, her transition to raw or SmackDown be that much better. Plus I kind of think Tegan Knox might be the one to win when she has the match with Becky Lynch and end up back in NXT uh, to spend some time there. And I also think you've built up Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez to the point where you could do a long program between the two of them with no title involved. And it can be one of your top level storylines. Well, and again, thinking about them kind of playing the playbook of black and gold when some of their best women's feuds were those long-term women's feuds. Right. You know, like all the chapters of, of Sasha and Bailey, you know, mm-hmm. the chapters, um, you know, the feuds with that Oscar had, um, you know, even uh, the, the feuds with Dakota Kai and, and Raquel um, or like, yeah, it just, I feel like if you're going back to just some of those tales there, being able to have your long-term feuds with people, even though you may weave in and out of those, still helps establish those characters and really helps with, with storytelling. And yeah, I, I agree. Um, and of course, on the men's side too, like they can absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. It just looks different for the women's. And again, yeah. there I don't feel like there should be as much of a rush on the women's side to bring up people because if you don't have a place for them at the time don't bring them up yeah and i mean and you're doing the breakout tournament again for the women not for the men even though the last one was for the women too i think it works Uh, roxanne perez and tiffany stratton were in the finals of the last one like it there's just so many things that make sense about it to me that that they could be your forever feud like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and maybe Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. You brought up Kyrie Sane, and this is going to be one of those things that a month from now, two months from now, we might be able to call back and, and talk about. Everybody's like, oh, she's coming back, she's coming back, whatever. I wouldn't be shocked if her initial comeback is in NXT. I, I yeah. just wouldn't. Like, to bring her back in, a lot of them come back and they live in Orlando. Um, because, again, the, the landscape of the main roster is so difficult. You could, they, they sometimes put eight matches during NXT broadcast. It's only two hours. Like You can definitely give her a chance to get settled, get acclimated, and, and maybe bring her up rather quick. But I could see her starting off at, at NXT again and it being okay and it being a good thing. So I think that could be good. Um, and good for that. I mean, they put the women in the main event of this takeover, this PLE, with no mercy, uh, which I thought was great as well. I do think that the stars, Baron Corbin, Dominic Mysterio, and Becky Lynch all served a great role in NXT during the, this this premium live event. Bakersfield, not I don't know that as a big, smart wrestling town, but yet NXT drew well there. The crowd was into it there. Um, and that's, I think, again, why you talk about a Trick Williams, he's getting over with the everyday crowd, the average everyday yeah. crowd. And that's why I think he's, he's the big breakout, but no mercy to me was definitely, if you look at that in a vacuum, you can see the direction that things are going and, and they figured it out. They, they figured out how to make it developmental, how to make it a viable TV product, how to, how to, how to bring back the, the, the attitude, the action of black and gold with a necessary development of 2.0. It's really in a good place as moving forward, which is I know is what we'll we'll talk about next. So, if you haven't watched No Mercy yet, I definitely recommend it because I do think it's a it's a it's a heavy indicator of where we're headed. 
Agreed. So we are going to take a break. And then when we get back, well, we're going to talk about the big blockbuster news coming out of this week's NXT in preparation for next week's NXT. Uh, and that's going to be the big matches uh, and talents that have been advertised for uh, next week's NXT. We will talk more about that after we go to commercial. So, Greg, let's go ahead and pay some bills. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. All right. We are back with the second half of this week's Hashtag Miranda Show. In the first half, we talked about NXT specifically, uh, some of the results and happenings from NXT No Mercy. So we looked a little bit into what is considered the past. Now we're going to be talking about the future, but we're in the present. But we're also talking about the future. So like we're going, going through all, all phases of time in NXT. So uh, we record on Tuesdays. So we haven't, neither of us have fully watched NXT, but if you have been on social media at all, you know that there's some huge, huge, huge announcements made for next week's NXT. Like, this is some of the biggest star power they've had on NXT ever. Uh, now, let's address the elephant in the room that, you know, this could be done as counter-programming for something that's happening next Tuesday as well, which is AEW is airing a special show next Tuesday as well, which is also being advertised as the first in-ring match of Edge, the new assignee to AEW. So let's let's get an understanding. You know, counter-programming is absolutely a real thing. Of course. Who gets, who wins? We all win. Like, there's no losers in this. But, um, you know, let's let's talk about, you know, get that out of the way first. But let's actually talk about the big announcements that have been made. So next week on NXT, we will get Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker one-on-one. Now, the caveat to this is who's going to be in the other person's corner. Uh, it's been announced that John Cena 
will be like, in the like corner the John, of Carmelo. Like that John Cena? That John Cena, yes. The John Cena will be me. in the corner. I, when's the last time John Cena's ever been in NXT? I think he like, went I once before. I feel yeah. like he did one appearance in NXT and hit somebody with the AA or something like that. I don't think yes. he had a match. but yeah. um, So John Cena will be in the corner of Carmelo Hayes, while Paul Heyman will be in the corner of Braun Breaker. Which this kind of gives me shades of old, of uh, old school, you know, Paul Heyman finding the biggest, baddest dude to represent. And that makes total sense. Like, this is early uh, Brock Lesnar vibes to me. Like, it's very, very interesting that these are the people that are going to be in the corners of Carmelo Hayes and um, Braun Breaker. If this could lead to Braun Breaker being a hired gun for the bloodline at Roman Reigns' direction, that would be... There's no better way to bring Braun Breaker up. Now, Solo kind of already fills that role, right? Like, he's already the enforcer. But if Roman is bringing in Braun because he feels like it's not working with Solo or whatever and he wants to continue to upset the apple cart... Paul Heyman outside of the bloodline because we have yeah. seen you know Paul manage some of you know the the biggest people in wrestling. Now some of it they were already pretty big. You know when he right. lined with them, Sam Punk. We've seen when things didn't necessarily go well with some other wrestlers, but Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar that duo mm-hmm. is legendary and this just gives me those feels. You know like early Brock Lesnar, the next big thing. Mm-hmm that kind of menacing persona and it just it just feels right because Braun, you know, is not necessarily a talker. Not saying he's a bad talker, but that's not his strong suit. Right. Having he's got Paul Heyman yeah. in his corner is just the magic needed, you know, just the right formula that if this was more of a long term thing, could be wonders. Now it feels just like a one night only I hope but, not. I hope I, it yeah. probably is, but God, I hope not. Like I would just yeah. love. Like this is just so perfect for for Braun if they go that direction. Like literally, short of stop painting a beard on his face, there is nothing better you can do for Braun Breaker. The the painting on beard looks so stupid. Like just get rid of it. But right. Paul Heyman and and Braun Breaker, like to me, that's a match made in heaven. Even if they stick together with NXT for a while, like I love that combination. I love that match. Carmelo and John Cena, like there's some connection in terms of where Carmelo started his career and where John Cena's from. So I think that's kind of a cool aspect as well. But I'm more into what's going on with Carmelo and Trick than I am with, with Cena being there. So hopefully that's more than just just giving him that that Cena rub. But yeah, all around though, you count me in on this whole shindig. Also scheduled to appear, Asuka is going to be coming back to NXT to face Roxanne Perez. Uh, now, this is going to be the biggest challenge of Roxanne Perez's, you know, young career. Like, to be going up against Asuka this early in her career, you know. Uh, but it, it's also, I think, a testament that they know she can wrestle to that caliber. And that's a huge, huge vote of confidence for someone so young. I give it like a 10% chance of happening, but I, in my opinion, Roxanne needs to win. As long as Asuka doesn't show up as the women's champion and she's got her, her title, another title opportunity on SmackDown, I just, Asuka never lost in NXT. She went through her entire yeah. NXT run, never lost, 
moved up to the main roster and vacated the women's championship. That's how how dominant she was. But I also feel like too, if even if they were to wrestle, I and mean, we just talked about Becky and, and Tiffany, yeah. if Roxanne lost against Oscar, oh yeah, it could you know it's still going to be something that can make her shine. Oh, absolutely. To go up against the toughest, you know, female wrestler, one in all of uh, yeah. you know the company, very much top in the world. Like I agree with that. I'm just thinking more along the lines of. If she gets to be the one person who beat Asuka in NXT, I would love to see that kind of be her, a thing that she gets the whole, kind of like yeah. Brock Lesnar ended the streak. Like, like it's just one of those things that she would always have. Like when she does finally show up on the main roster, I can envision Michael Colby and like, she's the only person to ever beat Asuka in NXT. Like just things like that. Little things that can go a long way in the future. And it suits her. Like the, with the whole program she did with Mako Satamora, like everything that she's done. You, you can kind of redo that whole match against Asuka, and it just fits in her character, this, like, underdog overcoming every odd. So, again, it's just on my personal playlist. It doesn't have to happen, but I would absolutely love if she were the one to to take that and, and, and be the only person to ever beat Asuka in NXT. And last but not least, Cody Rhodes will be making his way to NXT for a very special announcement. If you're going to compete with AEW, you might as well have a special announcement. You like might, yeah, especially well. by Cody Rhodes. It right, is, and it's, it's like, and he's probably going to announce something. Web we weave, like how we get, how we got here. Cody, oh my God. you know, being shoved down our throats, but no one wants to complain about it. Um, Cody's going to have some announcement that has nothing to do with Cody Rhodes. Like that's what the Cody Rhodes announcement. He'll announce like something about oh, deadline or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or Dominic Mysterio will interrupt him, and they'll have another match. Like it, it, it will be something that yet another point where they put Cody out there in a situation that Cody didn't need to be in. Like that's. But it works because it does work. The people love it, it. and again, counter programming to say, I, I, I don't think things are. We can interpret things as being petty, but like to see this happening historically, you know, with just Cody Cody Rhodes, you know, history with AEW and the right. history between AEW and NXT in particular. Um, I mean, Cody probably offered I, to do it. Like that's the thing. Like Cody was probably like, <laughs> "Oh, I want to be on there." Like, yeah, Cody. He probably offered yeah. to be part of it, knowing that the company was going to make this big push. I do want to say something because you talked about, you know, competing. They're on the same night and everything. And and this came up in the last show because Dave Meltzer has been talking about the whole competition thing lately. And we know you love Dave Meltzer. But he he said that WWE brought the Wednesday Night Wars upon themselves when they put NXT against AEW. Apparently not remembering that NXT was always on Wednesdays before yeah, it was ever yeah. on Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. And now that, this time it's AEW going to Tuesday. And and doing so with with the entering debut of Edge, um, I guess we got to get used to calling him Adam Copeland, but whatever. Um, but I, I've been saying this all along about competition, and it comes back up right now because people will complain about NXT WWE loading up the NXT broadcast to compete with with AEW. Everyone wants competition until competition starts competing back, and that's what's happening here. Everybody would celebrate. AEW loading up the card against NXT, but would complain about NXT loading up the card back against AEW. Um, like you said, thank goodness for DVR. Everybody wins, and it's totally, totally fine. Um, 
I think it's great. I think it's going to be a great night for everybody. I'm interested to see what, what Edge does in, in AEW. I think it'll be everything we've ever seen before out of Edge, especially in his first match. Good for Luchasaurus getting to be that match. I think we all know who's going to win there. Um, Luchasaurus, like, God, just take off the mask and be a regular wrestler. He'll be a bigger star. But, but again, too, if this gets to good. benefit NXT, like, this is yeah. not WWE presenting a special SmackDown on Tuesday, you know? Like, right. it's not them completely moving a show. It's leveraging a show that's already scheduled to be there mm-hmm. with talent. Now, to this caliber, definitely not expected because, you know, that's, that's a thing. The, the talent they've had crumb crossover has been, you know, Mid to top level, but when you stack up John Cena, Paul Heyman, uh, you know, Asuka and Cody Rhodes, like all in the same show, like on the same show, like, and they've been doing this, like this PLE featured three main roster stars, although Baron Corbin's not like he's down there for an extended period of time, but, but Becky Lynch and, and Dominic Mysterio. And, and we've always said that Dominic needed time in NXT. And for all we know, he trains regularly in the performance center. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but, but that run has helped him it's out. One of those things like well. in a different life, if Dominic hadn't found this footing in the judgment day, right. I think NXT would have been a great fit for him. Cause he did come to NXT prior to, for a one-off um, prior to, um, and it was great. Um, yeah, prior to joining the Judgment Day. And it was great. It was it really one right, of those yeah. moments of like, I think Dominic should be in, in NXT. Like he was a baby but, face with Ray. They both went there. I don't yeah. even remember who Dominic wrestled. It's probably like J.D. McDonough or somebody like that. But it no, just made sense. It, it yeah, fit. I was going to – I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, I can't forget. I don't remember – I don't remember who it was. But anyways, it was, um, it was just something that – yeah, at, at the time it was like – yeah. You know, he, he found a footing, but again, he didn't, he doesn't need it now with the judgment day, but, um, yeah, I just think it's, uh, I feel like they've, they've kind of hit like almost most of the high notes and like short of ricochet coming back. Like, I don't know what else they could have done. Maybe Gargano and Champa, but like, you got to save some things, but, but it's, it's, oh, and you know, yeah. they're going to make their way back to NXT. At of some course point. they like, are. They're, they're saving that up for another time. So of course they are. They'll know. be on deadline together as a team. Who knows? Yes. You know, Imperium, like you could have. Gunther come back. It's not, there's so many, and that's because the main roster now is like 90% people that came from NXT. Yeah. So, you know, now, now that whole, and again, that's a huge just direction and focus that they have. And, and ultimately why things like the change to 2.0 was somewhat understood that with so many people moving from NXT to Raw and SmackDown, you needed more of a seamless transition. And for some, it just wasn't working. But at the end of the day, it seems like it wasn't, it, it's it's more of a, a larger company thing. Like right. once you focus on the booking, both on Raw and SmackDown, and NX, then you can really focus on NXT and calibrate it to the right level. And Agreed. I think that's what they've done company wide. Agreed. I'm in, I'm on board. Thank you, Papa Triple H, for the, all that. And Shawn Michaels and everybody. And I mean, Shawn Michaels, yes, yeah, yes, Papa and Papino. Be, I'll be Papa interested to see where NXT on. is a year from now. Like I really will. Because I know they want to do more stuff on the road, whether it's in Florida, whether it's elsewhere. Uh, one of my bold predictions, at least in my head, when the whole sale to Endeavor happened was that they're going to move that whole thing to Vegas at some point. Because that's where the UFC's Performance Institute is. Like, I'm just interested to see a year from now, two years to now, three years from now, what is NXT? What does it look like? So very, very interested to see that as a whole. Yeah. But, hey, we just got to wait one week for nxt uh so 
It doesn't even have a name. Like, they didn't even name that episode, did they? Like, No, it's just NXT. It's just regular NXT. Like, there's no special... It's not, you know, PLE or any special broadcast. Because they already have two NXT. weeks of Halloween Havoc coming up in a couple weeks. So... Yes. And obviously, they'll set some stuff up there, which will probably involve more main roster people. So, good on that. That's sick. And who's... And, and this AEW on Tuesday thing might have to happen again because it's due to the, the MLB playoffs. So I'm sure it's going to happen more than just once. Yeah. Here we go again. 100%. Yeah. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Me, Miranda Morales. You can find me at the Hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. Hashtag spelled out. Not on Twitter or X. But you can find Greg DeMarco on Facebook, Instagram, and X slash Twitter uh, <laughs> at Greg DeMarco 44. You can also find the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, IZW at IZW Wrestling AZ on social media. Do not forget to check out ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot to get your very own IZW and ChairShot t-shirts today. And while you're at it, why don't you go visit the home of the Hashtag Miranda Show and other wonderful podcasts on the ChairShot Radio Network. And that's thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, boy. Uh, IZW. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I just want to let you vibe for a little longer. That's all. Yes, I am vibing as I'm saying this because I was in a rhythm. You were. Uh, You're still in it. But yes, (laughs) IZW Cool Town Clash 3, Saturday, October 14th in Coolidge, Arizona. Information uh, is available at IZW Wrestling AZ. It's a free event. No tickets needed. Uh, you can get your tickets, though, for Wet Red, White, and Bruised on November 11th at the Grand Avenue Pizza Company in Glendale at IZWTIX.com. Tickets are available for that, and you do need tickets to get to Red, White, and Bruised. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. Uh, yeah, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. For Greg DeMarco. I'm Miranda Morales. Don't forget to always keep it soft style. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and baby satisfy me. Acknowledge me. You just made the list. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 